When it comes to hard work, there's one important rule. Pick the right tool for the right job. That's why Chevy offers a family of Silverado pickup trucks designed just for the job. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and put a Silverado in your toolbox. We've all sat through this, right? You're like, oh, okay, how many hours? You're already looking at your watch. This is 720 WGN. Mining Chicago's business with Howard Tallman is sponsored by CareerVision.org. Howard, how many commencement speeches have you given in your life? You know, I've I've lost count, but uh, <laughs> I was just thinking they ought to speed up pomp and circumstance. You know, maybe they could do a hip-hop version so people could sort of dance down the aisle. I that would be more encouraging than uh, uh, the sort of the droney feeling, as you said, of watching your life slowly pass by. I probably, I probably do three or four years, so maybe over thirty years, I'd say, uh, you know, a hundred or two hundred, something like that. Oh my that. gosh! Howard is the general managing partner with G Two T Three V, serial entrepreneur, educator, art collector, and what's on your schedule this year? Do you have one this year you're doing? You know, I'm doing uh, something for the IMSA, which is the uh, Illinois Science and Math uh, Academy uh, down at uh, Northern Illinois, which is exciting because these are, uh, you know, these are the high school, the best high school, smartest high school kids in many respects in the state going on to college. But I'm also trying to talk to them a little bit about how vocational opportunities are growing. And, you know, we're we're going into a world where four years of a traditional college education is plenty expensive, as you just heard in the earlier segments. But in addition to be being very expensive, it's not it's not a clear path to uh, the kind of life that uh, you know some of these kids aspire to. So, um, lots of changes going on. A complex time. I mean, and and it's especially hard because a lot of parents are looking to a time when their kids will follow in their footsteps. And I'm not sure if the parents were being totally honest that uh, they're, the kinds of jobs they've had and the kind of successes that they've had uh, is anything to point your kid to going forward because the world is changing that much. Yeah, that's for sure. Howard writes about this in his article on Inc.com today. You should Google it and check it out. And now it seems that you really have to be careful of what you say because protests are almost a rite of passage. When someone is giving a commencement speech, Steve Bertrand said when he was graduating from Marquette, the person giving the commencement speech was uh, C. Everett Koop, and of course his campaign was anti-smoking, and all the graduates on the floor lit up a cigarette. And we see that <laughs> over and over again. Well, the crazy thing is that there are now, you know, they have to segregate the protesters for and the protesters against. I mean, the students are, you know, I mean, they ought to include an aerial shot because I didn't realize how much effort goes into decorating your mortar boards now. But the kids are like, you know, that's like a new advertising space. So whatever your protest is, you put it on top of your head, uh, you know, while you're walking down. It's it's crazy. I mean, they had a huge thing, uh, you know, at some of the East Coast universities because there's a big writer strike going on. So that was, a, you know, that was an, an issue. But look, I think this is just a different world in terms of students feeling that uh, they have much more of an opportunity 
to speak out. And I think that's fine, but I think that it's turned into a situation where we're stifling certain kinds of speech on campus, and that just can't go forward. I mean, you know, it's funny, but it's sort of like uh, free speech as long as I agree with you. Otherwise, I'm going to try and interfere with your ability to tell your side of the story, and that's just not part of our democracy. Okay, to anybody listening, give us a little inspiration today. (laughs) We're beyond commencement speeches, but uh, what will you be sharing that will inspire not only the people graduating this year, but of course you're talking to their parents as well. And what you just said pretty much indicates you've got to give up the hope that they're going to follow in your steps because it is a new world and, and what you walked into no longer exists yeah, well, look, a lot of these jobs, traditional jobs, jobs that were routine or rote, they're being hollowed out. You know, technology is changing the nature of those jobs, and a lot of them are going to go away. But, look, the the single most important thing, and, and, you know, we say this, but I don't know if we live by it, and that is we need to teach our graduates to think, first of all, not black-letter law, not gospel, not any of these kinds of things, because it's not – somebody who knows all the answers these days that you're looking for. It's somebody who's going to ask the hard questions. And, you know, as we talk about chat, GPT, and all these new AI systems, the the new jobs are going to be things like prompt engineer. Who knew what even that meant, you know, like three months ago. But what that means is we need smart people to ask the questions because all the information, all the knowledge is going to be out there somewhere and these new systems are going to find it but the trick is going to be asking the right questions you know it doesn't matter how good your answer is if you're pursuing the wrong questions so i'm encouraged i think it's going to be challenging but i think it's going to be uh, an exciting time going forward because we're going to have all the information all the knowledge of the last several centuries at our fingertips and here's my last question for you. How was your time with Rahm Emanuel? I know you were in Japan for some event with him. What's going on you with know, the former mayor? You know, he was in the midst of welcoming the G7 finance ministers, and then Biden was uh, arriving in Hiroshima, uh, and Rahm was welcoming him right at the same time we were opening the office for Keeper Securities, which is our cybersecurity company based in Chicago, but was opening an office in Toronto. And he was Rahm. And uh, he was interviewed by the New York Times uh, in connection with this uh, series on Netflix uh, called The Diplomat. And perfect Rom example, you know, they were asking about what was realistic in the series and what was made up. And he said, well, they had these gorgeous big breakfast spreads. And, and he said, I don't eat breakfast. You know, and you, you could just hear Rom say, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm too tough. Uh, you know, I, but listen, it's, it's fascinating. I think he loves it there. I think, uh, you know, Tokyo is a very interesting, exciting city. And the funny thing is, though, in terms of where you would place somebody who we know to be outspoken, gruff, and whatever, undiplomatic, uh, to go into the that polite Japanese society, it was fascinating to see um, how often he has to bite his lips. <laughs> I love that. Thank you for sharing that, Howard. All right. We'll talk soon. Howard Tolman. You can read his article on Inc.com. Steve's News is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Chicago's very own WGN.